Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. Now exclusively right here on the Busted Open Podcast, our very own Hall of Famer. That's right. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry, speaks to arguably the greatest of all time. That's right. Stone Cold Steve Austin right now on the road to WrestleMania 37. What's up, Mark? Come on, ain't nothing wrong, man. How you doing? Well, I'm in this little utility room in Nevada. We're we're re- we're building a place over here, so we're kind of in the in the guest house. So this is a little uh, hangout room that I do my broadcast from. I have my Broken Skull studio out there in the shop, but I don't get good reception out there. So I'm basically in this little gimmick room. Man, uh, this is a good time, man. WrestleMania season is a bonus. Uh, You got your favorite WrestleMania memory? Uh, One of my favorites would have been WrestleMania 13 with Bret the Hitman Hart passing out in a pool of blood because that really, he really made me in that match. And of course, we executed a double turn, which is super rare because it's not often done. And then to pull off and execute that is a a really, uh, takes a lot of, talent to do that and we did uh winning my first title in 14 against you know Shawn Michaels the greatest in-ring performer in in my opinion ever with the one and only Mike Tyson who brought all those outside eyeballs to the product Mark and I'm never forget when Vince says you know we thought about bringing Mike Tyson in and I'm like you know this is how stupid I was because I was all about the business right I was like man do you think we really need Mike (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like, dude, as you know, when Mike came in, I mean, the whole world started watching. So I was like, hello, McFly. Yeah. yeah, we need Mike Tyson. So those two, and of course, I got to go to 17 because me and The Rock, you know, 17 was a loaded card and everybody got off that night. Everybody had a stellar match. And it was a record crowd in the Houston Astrodome. And we ripped it from head, you know, from start to finish. We ripped it. Of course, I turned heel, but that's following the Hardys and Edge and Chris and all those guys, uh, Dudleys, doing all that stuff with with that they did. So that that was a those are two and you know three WrestleMania fourteen, thirteen, and seventeen highlights. I, I would have to say that seventeen uh, holds a special place for me because you know Dwayne, him, him and I were. Uh, came off of living together and everything and and it was like a brother to me um that that dude he spoke so highly of you and like uh how humble he was to be able to have the opportunity to be in the ring with you was there somebody that was like that for you yeah i would say i would say brett the hitman heart because he handpicked me to okay. make his comeback against uh, in in '96 in the Garden after he had his uh, s- some work done on his knee, and he saw me coming and he, he knew that we could make money together, and 
you know, he told Vince, I want to work with Steve Austin. And then, of course, we worked, you know, that match and many others. And then we also worked that 13 match. So that, that match in, in the garden, it was an old school type match. And, you know, of course, he goes over. I've never beaten Brett. He's always gone over on me. But Brett the Hitman Hart helped make Stone Cold. And so he was that guy for me. So I got a chance to come up there to Los Angeles and see how y'all shoot the show and be on the show with you. Um, I've, I've seen some good shows since then. The one stand out to you, like as one of the shows that you've done on the, on the Broken Skull sessions, as well as the Stone Cold Steve Austin show. Man, uh, they're, they're all interesting, Mark, because, you know, like, as you know, the, the, the business being so personality driven, everybody's so different. Everybody brings a different energy to the show. And this last one that I did with uh, Randy Orton, everybody's buzzing about that because I guess Randy doesn't do a whole lot of interviews and I don't know no, don't. That, that well. And for him to come over and be as open and honest and candid as he did has got a lot of feedback. But I go back to when I came down to Austin with you and I was about to come to your uh, studio and interview you. And I told my wife, I said, man, I said, I got myself in hot water here. I said, because Mark's got, you know, 20 years in the wrestling business. He's going into the hall of fame. He's one of the strongest guys in the world. He's, he's broke every record there is to break. I said, I haven't done enough homework. And that was, you remember when I came down there and you was telling stories and I was just like blown away. That was, that was my favorite podcast still to this day that I've ever done. And I'm no longer podcasting anymore. Maybe I'll get back into it. Maybe I won't. Maybe this has taken its place, but that was my favorite podcast of all time. Because when you came to do broken skull sessions, it was like, yeah, we had fun and that was a good show, but we had already been there. So yeah. it's hard to recreate. And I didn't want to go back over the same stuff. You know, the deal. Yeah, I, I was a little jealous when I when I saw you shooting guns. I'm trying to think of who the guy was that y'all shot gun. Joe McHale and Burt Kreischer. Burt, yeah, that's the one I saw. Like I, I'm, when you come to Austin next time, I got a couple of things I want to see you hold and shoot. I didn't know you, you, that you was into I got that. A, I got a. Oh man, that's my thing. I got a 454 Casal handgun. It's like shooting a, a elephant gun, but a pistol. I know exactly what it is because we had a 454 Casal and a 500 when Ice T did my straight up Steve Austin uh, show, and he shot that 500 and it almost flew out of his hands. And I watch. I won't say the same thing, but he goes, "God dang it!" and uh. It, it just blew the uh, the ice uh, sculpture completely away. So, yeah, I know that 500 that 454, they are bad. Yeah, man. Well, I tell you, man, I, I'm hearing all these great things. And if somebody would have told me 20 years ago, hey, man, you know, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to be working with Tide, a, divert, uh, a, a detergent company, I would have said, Steve? <laughs> how did how did all this come about man but the, the the cool thing about it is my mom that's all we use back in the day is tide and me and my wife's today that's all we use is tide so for those people to reach out they call my agent and they explain the uh the, the commercial to me 
And I was like, hold on, Ice T's doing it, Vanilla Ice is doing it, Mr. T's doing it, Stone Cold, you know, it all made sense, right? So when you see these spots, they're pretty funny. But originally, I told my agent, I said, at the time, I was a little bit heavy. And I said, man, I'm low, man. I ain't in very good shape. And it took some convincing for me to, to jump on board just because I was out of shape. And the people from Tide says, don't worry. We'll shoot around, Steve. We'll make him look good. So, <laughs> so Tide actually took care of me in the commercial. And I got a chance. We were sitting there doing these cold calls, me and uh, Ice-T. And he leans over to me because we'd already asked him to be on Straight Up Steve Austin months before. And uh, he hadn't given an answer yet. And he goes, you know, because he, he's very charismatic, right? And, and he's got that cadence. He goes, you know, your people reached out to me about being on your show. I said, yeah. He goes, he goes yeah, I think I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I called my producer. I said, T told me he's going to do the show. Now, he hadn't told y'all, but maybe he's just making me feel good. And I didn't think he's going to do the show. And he ended up doing it. We had a blast hanging out together. Well, I, I tell you, man, like, it's always good. I know that we got limited time with you because you're a busy guy. But, like, Steve, I, I tell you, man, I, I've had nothing but great experiences working with you. I've had nothing but great experiences interviewing you and talking to you. Like, man, we got to do this more often, man. I tell you what, I appreciate you coming on, man. I know you got a role. Appreciate you, too. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.